0: this show is for you.
1: We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work.
0: This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Hello, everyone. What an exciting time of year. I mean, I I don't know. It's probably exciting time of year for everyone, but Melissa and I, we just love this time of year. So many things about the fall Melissa's birthday is always kind of like, hey, fall is coming. There's football season, which, you know, I love. Melissa makes the most amazing soups.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Random. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) But you do make awesome soups. And I love, I always think about the soups that you're going to make in the fall. Obviously, the holidays and family and Christmas. And then for us, one of the things that just becomes so fun and meaningful for us is New Year's. And as you know, we have a New Year's Eve. An episode all about how to have an epic, meaningful, just really awesome and intentional New Year's Eve uh, party and a way to launch into the new year with some real momentum. And, And one of the one of the things that we do leading up to the new year every year is at the end of the year, we as a family, we talk as a family, and then Melissa and I talk individually to with each other, and then we two on one with each of our children, we talk. And we just reflect on the previous year. Now, this was really interesting to do at the end of 2020. It was like, what a year to reflect on, right? Like there was still so much uncertainty in the world. And we we were doing kind of our New Year's Eve, just kind of tradition of reflecting on the year. What did we learn? What did we like? What worked? What didn't work? And I was I was preparing all of this, not just for our family, but for me personally, to, th- to think about what I wanted to create in 2021 and what my vision for the year was going to be and creating my my own vision board, which a little sneak peek into part of the new year's eve party episode and this thought just came to me as we're sitting there i was reflecting on the current year of 2020 deciding what i wanted to create the next year and all of a sudden i had this thought could next year be the best year of my life it's just like a question and what was interesting to me about the question it was it was at the end of 2020 right like so a lot of people would have probably ruled out just even me like oh no 2021 couldn't be the best year of my life like there's still so much uncertainty and so many so many crazy things going on in the world but then i started thinking well why couldn't it be the best year of my life and just all of a sudden all this like these ideas and this, this i started finding evidence of why it could be and why that was possible even even though we were in the middle of a pandemic with no one in sight you know lockdowns were being announced almost daily activities that our kids loved were being canceled all this uncertainty and then I thought, but what if none of that matters? Like, what if in spite of all of that, like, why couldn't I just choose to have the best year ever? Why couldn't I just declare that? And that's, you know, I, that's one of the things I love about the power of language and creation. And I, we were going to share this last year, but we just decided maybe let's do this as an exercise first with our family. And so I sat down with the family and I just asked that same question, like, hey, could could next year be the best year we've ever had as a family? And it was really interesting. Like, we kind of... Yeah, definitely. Some some of our kids are like, oh yeah, for sure. Some kids are like, yeah, I think so. Maybe. You know, last year was pretty great. So why not? I'm not sure. Like it was just kind of all over the place. And then we just went through this little exercise that we're going to share with you. And we'll have a, a download for you with a, kind of the document and the guide to guide you through this. But it's my intention that we all declare every year that that the next year is going to be the best year in the history of our lives and our family. Why
2: not? And this is Chris's, um, something that he kind of put together, like you mentioned last year. So I'm going to let him take the lead on this episode. I'll, I'll interject here where I feel called, but he's going to take the lead on, lead on it. But I do want to ask you, do you think you had the best year ever?
0: Well, that's what's interesting is like, yes. <laughs> I, I'm looking back at 2021. And I I would say that like 2021 has been the best year of my life. And I believe it's been the best year of our family's life. And and part of me, and as you know, we're moving from, and I think part of what's made it the best year is this, Matt, the magic of being in Hawaii. Part of me could easily say like, well, oh man, nothing could top this. And I could actually even be a little bit discouraged that 2021 was the best year I've ever had because how am I ever going to top that? But I fully plan on making 2022 the best year of my life, not just for me, but also as our family. It'd be interesting to ask our family, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if our family said, oh yeah, this has been the best year we've ever had in the history of our lives as a family.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it either. And to Chris's credit, I feel like when he like first had this idea for, for this um, that he described to you just now, like about what if this year was our best year ever? I was kind of a grump about it. I'm uh, Sorry about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I can't even remember. I remember you were, but what? What? Yeah, why were you?
2: I think I just felt like like it would be putting pressure on the new year. Like On this year like that it had to be something and what if it wasn't something and we're trying to force it to be the best year ever but i see now i was wrong and i'm sorry
0: wow (laughs) this is recorded folks
2: (laughs) and okay but and i do want to bring up one more thing that that came up for me too but i was like but what if something happens this year that's like devastating that we didn't anticipate happening. Like, can we say like, Oh, this is going to be the best year ever, but we don't ever really know like what's going to happen. But then I thought you had a really, a really great comeback to that.
0: We, I was having the best year ever. I think we might immediately jump to, that means it was the easiest, the happiest, the most, just, you know, fun loving and
2: free and fun.
0: But best might be, it was my hardest year, but it was my best because it was my hardest Maybe it was the best because of what I learned, and maybe it was the best because of like the resilience I got to practice and the courage I got to exercise and I I, I got to see what I was made of and bounce back. Because there's nothing stopping any of us from having the best year of our lives other than just how we react and respond to our circumstances. And so for me, it, well, would you say that twenty twenty one was your best year ever, Melissa?
2: Yeah. Can I mean, you can you think, of, think another, of a year that was better? Yeah, where I'd be like, oh, this other year was definitely better. Yeah, oh, this year was great, and it reminds me of something that I just I just earlier today listened to our podcast episode um, about New Year's New Year's Eve plans. Um, something we shared, in there it said that the phrase like the best is yet to come,
1: mm.
2: and having that like kind of guide guide your life. I think that's kind of the same the same idea, and I do believe I do believe approaching life with that kind of in mind that that is, yeah, it's a good, I think it's a good way to look at life.
0: Yeah. I love always thinking that, yeah, the best is yet to come. Like to always have something to look forward to, but yet living in the present. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that would have me believe that 2021 has been my best year ever, and it would have me, maybe we should bring the kids on and ask them, but what would have me believe that our kids also feel it is the best year ever, is all of us agree that 2021 was by far, the fastest year in the history of our family. Like these last 12 months flew by like a a year ago this week we launched. And this week being the week of the last week of this of November, first week of December, a year ago, this week, we launched the podcast. That seems like yesterday.
2: It wasn't even a year ago. We launched mid December.
0: Yeah, that's true. And, and so for me, when you, when a year goes by that, well, we started recording, I guess, episodes, but we launched it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, a, a year that went, that took, that felt like forever, you know. But again, the, the how fast this year went by, I, mean, I, I really believe it's because we were really just like living in the present. We were experiencing life. And yeah, there were challenges, there were hard things. And I don't want, I don't want you to get into this place of where literally you're like comparing well, no, I don't know. 2015 might've been a little bit. It's more, it's not so much about comparing the past, but it's just this declaration, this intention of, yeah, I'm going to declare that 2022 is going to be the best year I've ever had for me personally, and then do it as a family. So
2: yeah, sure. Share with us what you got.
0: Yeah. So first I had the thought and I was like, yeah, I think it could be for me. Like, I I don't see why it couldn't. So I I took that on as a personal intention. Now it starts with a declaration. So that's the first thing is, and I think the power of, Declaring is something that we really miss out on. And when I say declaration, it's like you literally declare on paper, in your mind and out loud, whatever it is. In this case, you're declaring, I am making a declaration that 2022 is going to be the best year ever for me and the best year ever for my family. But then I realized like it's going to require actually a vision and some work and it's going to be more than just, you know, a declaration There's going to require some, some commitment. And so then that's what led me to say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a plan together for myself. And then I'm just gonna ask my family if they think it could be, and they said yes. So then we got really clear on, okay, well, what would that what would that look like? And we really identified there was really three things. Okay, if if 2021 is gonna be our best year ever, so here's what we did next. The first thing we did is we took a really honest assessment of where we were at at the present time. So kind of the old cliche: before we can know where we're going, we have to know where we are. And this was really. Fun. We'd never done something like this before, but we allowed each member of the family, Melissa and I included, to rate our family and ourselves in the areas that were most important to us. So, first, we identified okay, what are the areas that are most important to us as a family and us individually? It could be things like unity, kindness, spending time together, health, serving others, your hobbies, your interests, friendships, like. But that was a cool exercise in and it of itself is like, what is most important to us? Now, we had a little bit of a, I would guess, I would say a cheat sheet because we have our family values and those guided a lot of those things that were important to us. So, we looked at all these things that were really important to us, uh, vacation, spending time together, a- adventures. And then we just rated where each of us stood in relation to what is most important. And so, we took our, our vision and our values that we've repeated every morning for years and we rated ourselves against each of them on a scale of one to seven. So, one was we're really not living them at all. And seven was we're nearly perfect. And it was actually really eye opening for each of us to kind of see where we were. And, but, but it wasn't discouraging. Like, even if we rated ourselves a little bit lower in an area, it was empowering to see, like, okay, now we know where we want to get. And, and, and I will point out that at this stage, I'm a person that likes to fix things and likes to coach and mentor and teach lessons. And this isn't the place to do that. It's just assessing without any judgment of like, It's just simply creating a baseline of, hey, here's where we're at today. It's like, okay, that's now we're empowered with that knowing of like, here's where we stand.
2: Which sometimes that's like the hard hard reality is like really looking at that honestly. And maybe you're not. Maybe it's hard to do because it's like you're staring in the face like where you're falling short.
0: Yeah, it would actually be way easier in an exercise like this. The fun part of this is talking about what will make it the best year ever and all the things you're going to do and the fun adventures you're going to go on. That's the fun part. Mm -hmm. You don't want to really do the baseline grunt type work of, okay, but let's, let's really be honest with ourselves and just look at where we're at now.
2: Yeah. But I think that's where all the huge opportunity for growth lies is when you can see like those kind of blind, those blind spots.
0: Yeah. For example, there was, there was one of the things that was for me to have the best year ever was going to be an upgrade in my my health and fitness, and like my food. And an honest assessment of that was like kind of eye opening for me. There were some things that I didn't really love what I saw, but it was like, okay, now I'm empowered to know what I could do from here. So that was really fun to do as a family, uh, individually and collectively of like, okay, where do we stand today as a family? And then the second question was like, well, okay, well, what would make this the best year ever? So it was identifying whether it was activities, goals, hobbies interests, dreams, like whatever it is, like what would actually need to happen for this to be uh, your best year ever. And we had every member of the family create two columns. One was personal and one was family. So first we had everyone write down for them personally, what would happen, what would have to happen for this to be the best year they've ever had personally. And then each member got to write what they thought would make it the best year we've ever had as a family. And, And the reason we did that is because We've talked about this a lot on the podcast that we believe that strong families are made up of strong individuals and a family is only as strong as the individuals in it. And so, if if we're going to have the best year we've ever had as a family, one way to ensure that that happens would be to make sure that every individual has their best year ever. But a limiting belief, I think a lot of families would be like, oh, that's just not possible. There's five of us or there's seven of us or there's four. You know, There's probably room for one or two of us to have our best year ever. But for all of us, it's like, well, no, why couldn't that be true? Why couldn't every member of the family have their best year ever? You get to create it. Like, you can make it happen for each other.
2: Yeah, great point.
0: And I think this really calls into play like this idea of being a team. We've talked about this before that we really want people to not see themselves. We'd rather have people see themselves even as a team, sometimes more than a family because a team is like, we're going to we're gonna do this together. And then the third part, and I, I would say this is where it gets real. So you've, you've identified where you're currently at. You've identified what is actually important to you personally and then for us to do as a family. And then the play the place where it gets real is you actually, you, you create a plan to make it happen. So you know what it is you want to create. And so we've referred to this before as like the creation list. And so for us, it was kind of like adding to our already existing creation list. And we didn't really want to see these things as to-dos, but more so opportunities to create. And our belief, Melissa and I have learned is that deadlines and calendars are essential here, even though we don't like them. Like if you're going to create the things you want to create and make it happen, if it doesn't have a deadline, if it's not on your calendar, it doesn't exist. Talk about, will you just share real quick, Melissa, one of the things that you created that was super meaningful to you, that I think contributed to you having an amazing year, was investing in real estate. But talk about the power of like, you had a plan and a deadline.
2: Yeah, this was in 2020. And I may have shared this before, but yeah, I was doing this... This program and in this program you you had to set some goals for yourself and these goals had deadlines and.
0: But if I can interject I would call them bigger than goals. These are like, it's like you had to identify like a big dream, yeah, like something that really stretched you. That you it wasn't like, oh, I want to wake up every morning at six.
2: I forget what we called it, but um I know
0: it's just thinking that same thing, like a
2: vision. Anyway, yeah, and Chris is right. It was bigger than goals. It was like something like that seems wildly unattainable in in this, in this time frame, it was like two months. And so I had been thinking I had wanted to invest in, in real estate for a long time. And I was like, okay, I think that's, that's a good thing. So I, it was again about a two month time period. And I said, okay, I want to invest in two pieces. I want to have bought a piece of property and I want to have, um, have another one under contract by the end of this two months. And it, I don't know, it just had me look at, <laughs> look at, uh, the world around me differently, I guess, trying to have like that single focus of of accomplishing of accomplishing that. And um and I actually didn't quite achieve it. It took me like a few extra days. But I think like one week after that predetermined deadline I had bought a piece and I had another piece under contract and I ended fall ended up following through on that. And to this day, those are the two pieces of investment property that that we own. But
0: you, would you have done it had you not declared it to a group of people and had a deadline? No. So you really followed this, like, and 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 part of it, you took a really honest, you took a really a real honest assessment of where you're at. Like, and the honest assessment for you, I think, was like, look, I want to put myself in a position that, heaven forbid, if anything worse ever happened to Chris, I could provide for our family and replace my. Nursing income.
2: Yes, I had gotten clear that if something had ever, because yeah, if something ever happened to Chris and I, I had to provide for the family, I didn't want to have to work twelve-hour shifts or work holidays, or I wanted to find something else that I could do so I could still be as, with my kids as much as I wanted to, but still provide a living for myself.
0: So you declared what you wanted. I want to be a real estate investor. It was first. Yeah, you got really clear on what was important to you. you took an honest assessment where you're at. Declared it. And then you put a plan in place. You were accountable to people and you had a deadline. And, like, it's, it's just, I'm really proud of Melissa. Like, it's really awesome. Like, she replaced her full time nursing income with two investment properties that are just awesome. So, if it, again, it's great to declare what would have this be the best year ever for you and your family. It's really awesome to take an assessment of where you're at. But again, where it gets real is creating a plan to make it happen. So deadlines and calendar is essential. So for example, for 2021, here's a couple of things I'll just share. We, we, we identified a lot, but here's a couple of things that we identified as a family I'll just share that would help make 2021 our best year ever. One was everyone learning to surf so we can go on family surf sessions. And another one was traveling to different islands. So here's how they got reflected, how, how they were reflected on our creation list. So everyone learning to surf so we can go on family surf sessions. So there was like, okay, well, we got to buy surfboards for each family member we've got to help our kids come up with ideas to earn money to purchase their surfboards. We're going to get in the ocean five days a week. We're going to teach Trip and Indy how to swim so they can start surfing. We're going to set a date on the calendar when we will have everyone's boards bought. We're going to invest in surf lessons with an instructor. And I'm really proud to say that like we did all of that and we've gone on some of the most fun, memorable family surf sessions.
2: That has been really fun. And we have legitimate surfer children,
0: yeah, but like we can go out and none of us are great. <laughs> Tate's really good, but we can go out without any help or and just go surf together.
2: That makes me smile thinking about it. One year ago, I would never have imagined that possibility.
0: <laughs> but what I love about reflecting back on this is that's something Melissa that you and I declared and our well, not you and I, our whole family declared like, yes, this would contribute to us having the best year we've ever had as a family. And we declared it. We put a plan in place for it and everyone has their own surfboards, tripping and Indy you know how to swim and we've done it.
2: totally. I'm looking at some of the other things on your list here and I'm like, well, some of these others, not so much. We did not accomplish some of these, but yeah,
0: totally. And that, I think that's the thing too. That's like, you might not accomplish everything you say on there. So the second one, traveling to different islands. Well, we had to select what islands do we want to go to? We had to actually put dates on the calendar, purchase the plane tickets Melissa and I have always found that there's a big, big difference. Well, there actually, there's there's a, there's a there's one small thing between the trips we want to go on and the ones we actually go on. <laughs> and it's as simple as the ones we actually go on, we buy the plane tickets and we block it out on our calendar.
2: <laughs> I think it's the same exercise in declaring. You say we're going on these days and then you make it happen, whether that's maybe it's the whole family um, coming and there's like a lot of logistics to figure out there or maybe it's it's a couple's trip and there's still probably even more logistics to figure out with who's watching the kids and getting them to school or whatever but yeah i think that's another great example of just declaring it and then making it happen
0: yeah because if i think everyone listening to this can can relate if if you're a family and you have kids i mean you can declare it but if you don't put it on the calendar and commit to it somehow with a, an investment of buying the tickets or buying the hotel or whatever it is you'll 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 figure out a way to justify not doing it. So I would love you to have the best year you've ever had individually and as a family in 2022. And I'm excited already. I'm getting excited thinking about, yeah, 2022 is going to be my best year ever. Personally, professionally, and as a family.
2: What's going to go on your list off the top of your head? What are you going to throw on there?
0: For me personally, wow. I wasn't, I haven't even really put any thought into like, I've been putting thought into the fact that we're going to be doing this, but for me to have the best year ever in 2022, I would say that one would be that we, even though we're going to be living in Arizona, we still have a commitment to getting to the ocean, like on a regular basis, That that's still, we just keep that as part of our life, Mm -hmm. whether that's over to California and San Diego or even out here. We're going to go to this, uh, this surf ranch in Waco, Texas, where they have this artificially created perfect wave.
2: We got to get that on the calendar though.
0: Yeah. Um, so, well, it is on the calendar for spring break, but the real commitment for us, again, it's not real until we've purchased tickets and made our reservations. And then it's like, yeah. Uh, I think another thing for me, I'm really excited to jump back into team roping and rodeo. If, for those of you who don't know, I, I like to team rope. I grew up in a kind of team roping Family and to expose our children to that, I think we're gonna have a really unique opportunity. Living where we're gonna live in in my hometown, to really have our kids be around horses, maybe more than they've they've ever been. So that those are a couple things that come to mind for me personally. And then I would say for me professionally is I have some I have a couple really cool partnerships that I just think have tremendous potential that I'm excited to really take to the next level. So I guess, yeah, in there is a little bit for me personally and also for our family. Cool. What about for you?
2: Okay. I would say personally, just like a little project that I have. So we're moving to Chris's hometown and there's this old house next to his parents that I've always noticed. It's really old and kind of run down, but we're trying to buy it. It's,
0: it's, we are going to buy it. (laughs) We are going to buy it. It's bought.
2: It's bought. So I think that would be a really fun project for me. To focus on, so I think kind of accomplished, like getting that renovation done. I think that that would be really fun and kind of personal. And I guess I would just call that personal. And then with the kids, I guess in my my mom life, I would just love to, it would be a success for me if all the kids felt like, like if I helped them to create a life that they enjoy in a new place.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that same thing, I guess, as you were talking as a family. It's like I want us to just create magic and realize that we can create magic no matter where we live. Yeah. Whether it's Gilbert, Hawaii, Pima, that we just we love life and we're adventurous and we still we still go on lots of adventures and travel and see the world. Yes. So I'm really excited to do this exercise. And have Melissa a little more supportive and on board this year
2: <laughs> with the best year ever idea. It, I didn't, maybe it was just the timing of it last year, too. We had just moved to this new place and I just felt over, overwhelmed by the idea, I guess. I'm feeling better about it right now, though.
0: Okay. So here's to the best year ever. So if you go to familybrand.com forward slash best, familybrand.com forward slash best, we'll have this document, we'll have these questions we'll show you kind of how we filled it out. It's pre- it's very, very simple. And uh, we're here to help you.
2: Yep. Here to help you have your best year ever.
0: Hey there, thanks for listening to today's episode.
1: To show our appreciation, we want to offer you a free gift. We have an incredible online course you can get now by going to familybrand.com or by following the link in the show notes.
0: And while you're there at FamilyBrand.com, be sure to follow us on social media so that we can go on this journey together.
1: Lastly, if this podcast has impacted you, we ask that you share it with another powerful family in your life and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode.
0: We will see you in the next episode.